Hello darlings and welcome to another exciting episode on Prop Ella. And today I'll be talking about my grades. <laughs> my grades while growing up. Hmm. I just go so much. I remember the mornings when I'll be crying. But when I get to school, I'll begin to cry till a teacher comes to drag me to my class. I remember how I felt when I woke up every morning and realized that oh gosh, I had to go to school. I hated doing assignments, I hated teachers. My mom told me when I was in kindergarten, she told me that there was this day in my class when we were meant to write. I was also meant to write. And then I just laid my head on the desk and my teacher asked, she was like, Manuela, write now. And I replied, I was like, can't you see I'm sleeping? <laughs> when my mom told me, I couldn't even believe it. Like, I asked my teacher, can't you say I'm sleeping just because I didn't want to write? I remember when I was in primary five, they were preparing us for common entrance. So they usually gave us these practice questions in one book. The title of the book is Ugosi Ugo. If it's a popular book, so like a lot of people will know it. Ugosi Ugo. So the teacher usually gave us like up to 500 questions during the weekend and giving me an assignment in that book was just like a death sentence because it was so much like up to 500 and i'll be like gosh what kind of teacher is what kind of assignment is this and then maybe on the sunday like it was during weekends give us an assignment and then on the sunday sunday evening i will not be struggling to do it it's not like i won't be reading the questions i'll just be taking random answers just to get over with the assignments and so that I won't be beaten for not doing my assignments in school. I was even beaten a lot of times for not doing assignments, for not completing my notes. Sometimes you'll be writing in class and then I was a slow writer. When everybody's done, I'll just like stylishly put my book in my bag. I won't submit, I won't complete the notes so that the teacher won't punish me. In my quantitative reasoning, I could just put random answers there just to get over with the assignment. Imagine. I don't know. I was lazy. I didn't like schoolwork. I didn't like doing assignments. I didn't like writing. Not like I couldn't do them, but I didn't like doing them. When I got to junior school, my teachers always complained about me because I never did assignments. I didn't copy notes. Exams and tests. The questions would be there. It's it would be normal questions that a normal person would like maybe settle down and think about before writing. For me, once I see the question, I just write anything that comes to my head. I just write anything that comes to my head. There was a time in GS3, they asked us what ecosystem means. And in the exam, I wrote I wrote something very non-related. And then when I go back home, after my results came out, my sister was going through my answer sheet. And then she saw it and she was like, Manuela, what's ecosystem? What did you write? Like, it didn't even relate at all. And then when I got to senior secondary school and they were teaching me what ecosystem means, I was like, Jesus. What I wrote in my exam in GS3 was not even close to the answer. Then my teachers always complained about me to my elder sister because we attended the same secondary school and she was doing very well. But I, I was just there, doing poorly, doing badly. My results were always two digits. When I had 11th, I was even happy because my positions were like worse than that. When I had 11th position in GS3, I was really proud of, I was really proud of myself. There was this time in my junior secondary school, that was in GS2. I told you I did copy notes. If I don't come to school today, or if I miss a note, I won't copy it again. Forget it. 
except the teacher is extremely strict. Or sometimes when um, the teacher asks for my note, I'll just tell him or her, I forgot it at home. And then they'll say, okay, bring it tomorrow and all that. That's how I'll be doing it, like escape it. So my notes were never complete. Even the ones that were complete or almost complete, the handwritings, they were very terrible. My handwriting was an eyesore. So my teachers and my mom would call me to read what I wrote and I'll be looking because I won't even understand what I wrote. My handwriting was terrible. So this day, I was in just two. I got back from school and then my mom just started to check my notes. And she checked my notes and discovered that almost all the subjects, my books were empty, almost all of them. And then the ones that were empty, the handwritings were terrible. I think, okay, I remember now why she actually checked my notes because my PhD teacher, physical education teacher, checked my notes and saw that it was not complete. And she was like, if I come to school, the next day with an incomplete note she was going to punish me so that evening i was struggling i was writing and writing and writing my mom was like manila what are you writing i was writing and writing and writing and my mom came and met me and she was like emanuela what are you writing and then i just showed her she was like where were you when they wrote all these notes what happened explain i couldn't explain and then she asked me to bring my school bag and then I brought my school bag to her. She checked all my notes. She went through them one after the other. She was surprised. She was like, is it that you don't need to go to school? Or is it that when I drop you in school, you maybe go somewhere else? So what? Why on earth will your notes not be complete? Because it's not like they weren't complete. Like maybe I missed one note or two notes. Like more than half of the notes were in there. And then she flogged me. She flogged me. <laughs> and she called my um, the vice principal of my school and reported me to her. And then the woman was like, okay, fine. She would handle me. And that one is another strict woman on her own. And then when I got to school the next day, after the assembly self, the vice principal was already looking for me. And that other teacher that said, I should, I should complete that note for the next day. They were all looking for me. And then the principal asked the woman why she was looking for me. And she told her, she was like, don't worry, I'll be deal with her. And she came to my class. She asked the class captain to bring my books. She brought my books and she started going through everything. And she was like, Manuela, what is this? Why are you not so complete? What is It was surprising. The ones that were complete, like I said before, had terrible handwriting that nobody could read. So it was as good as not even writing a note. And then she told me, she flogged me. and gave me another round of flogging after my mom had given me hers. And then she flogged me and she told me that I had to start copying each and every, the notes for each and every subject from the beginning I was doing 15 subjects I had to start copying everything from the beginning the ones that were okay kind of complete or had terrible handwriting I also had to start copying those ones from the beginning and then okay at home I didn't do anything again I just kept copying notes the next day when I went to school and I had not finished copying all the notes she flogged me each and every day she checked my notes and if anyone was not complete she kept flogging me it's like completed everything that is a period i will never forget in my life she flogged me in front of the class she flogged me in front of her office she flogged me in her office because of my notes where then i thought she was really really wicked but as i grew up like this now when i go back to think about it i'm like yeah, I would do same to any child that does that. Because it's surprising how the child will go to school every day and his or her notes. Like, it was as good as me not going to school at all.
that was a period that I won't forget my life. Going to school was like a punishment to me. Then I wake up in the morning and I realize it's Monday. Gosh, it's feel like crying. Cause I'm like, okay, so and that week I have to go to school today. I have to go to school tomorrow. I have to go to school next tomorrow. And I'm like, oh my god, what is this? I hated school. That's the way how much of a student I was. And then when I was about to enter senior secondary school i was tired of all the talks from my classmates i was tired of all the talks from my, my teachers i was tired of all the talks from my parents i was not like i couldn't do all these things why i just felt lazy to do them so when i was about to go to senior secondary school i sat down and i talked to myself like i said in the last episode the best person that can advise you is yourself right from primary school junior secondary people have been advising me you know i read your book you know, your assignment you know, come let me teach you assignment and uh, I, I didn't advise myself i saw i didn't see me to do all those things and then in senior secondary school when i was about to enter i said to down and i advised myself i was like oh my god are you not tired of all this talk i'm not tired of the way these people are looking at you like you don't know anything what is there it's not to just do assignments it's not to just write your notes read listen in class no it had me to do and then i talked to myself i was like okay fine i'll try this first term and see how it goes and then i got to school i began to write my notes i began to do my assignments i began to read my books it was not easy it was not funny like i was just pushing myself okay let me just do it not because i was beginning to like school not because i was beginning to like my teachers i didn't just want people to start me talking and saying all those things okay i wanted to shock them <laughs> and then i just started reading my notes doing all those school school things and at the end of the term i came third i came third yeah i came third and i was happy I was really happy when I got home. My parents were happy, my teachers were happy, my siblings were happy, everybody was happy. I began to receive respect, a level of respect. And I realized that okay, success is sweet though. And then I was like, fine, I'll keep this up. And the next time I came second and I maintained that position till I got success to third time because okay, people began to meet me to teach them, teachers began to praise me, my parents began to praise me. My siblings began to bring their assignments to me to help them with. And I was like, wow, success is actually sweet. And I kept it up. And then when I got to SS3, SS3 first time, I came out first. For the first time in my life, I was happy. I was extremely happy. See, when you succeed using the right means, you'll be happy. I was happy within myself. People were happy for me. People were proud of me. And then... I graduated as the world best student in commercial class because I was determined, because I, I had a goal. Joking had just started, I didn't have that goal of being the best. I just had the goal of maybe okay, finishing the first term, having one digit position. I didn't want to get two digits again. That was just my goal. And then it worked out perfectly. I came third. And then I put in more work. I came second. I maintained that. I put in more work. And I came first and I got it as the best. What I'm trying to say is nobody is dull. Nobody is a failure. When I was in junior school, most of my teachers saw me as dull. Yeah, I didn't know how to answer questions in class. So my teachers saw me as dull. 
and then when I graduated, I was talking to one of my teachers that taught me junior to college. I was like, Ella, how did you do it? How did you come from being that bad student in junior school to being an exceptional student in your senior secondary school? And I was happy. I was like, it's God. It's God. I know I had to put my work in it. I know I had to study. I know I had to work hard. The people that are okay would say, God will help me. God will do this. God will do that. There are people that okay they'll be praying, 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 God help me, or God do this, or God do that though. But you don't put any work. If you keep praying from now till next year and you don't read your book, you don't study, you don't do your assignment, you will fail. You won't succeed. You have to put in work. You have to put in effort. You have to put in effort. And that was what I did. I began to put in effort. Many students feel like they are failures. Many students feel like they are dull. Okay, because they've told you, ah, you don't know anything. You have, your head is blocked, empty barrel, this and that. You feel like, okay, yeah, since they've said it, that's what I am. I'm not going to put any effort. And then you just remain there, not putting any effort. Keep going down. Or maybe you're still stagnant at that bottom. You're still at the bottom, not even coming up. Because of what people have told you. Or you, you failed how many times. And you're about to give up. You're saying, ah, what is there again? Nah, no, I can't do it. I know that, I know that. Nobody is a failure, my dear. Nobody is dull. People are actually different. There are people that okay. It takes time for them to learn. There are people that grab what, what they are taught immediately. There are people that okay have to go and read on their own. So you have to maybe settle down. Know the kind of person you are. If you are the one that okay, so it takes time for you to get something. Create more time. Meet people to teach you, meet people to help you out. Don't just say, okay, today I don't understand what, what they taught, or today I don't understand this one, and then you leave it. Or because they say, ah, you don't know anything, you don't know anything, you, and then you stop trying. Make that effort. Apart from even schoolwork, okay, you have a goal, you have a dream, even maybe a very big dream that is almost carrying you, and maybe you've tried like to work towards achieving that dream and it keeps failing, and you're about to give up. Why would you give up? Giving up is as good as you not even trying. You've started it. Finish it. Try again. Okay, you knew. Okay, this was what I did that I didn't work out that time. You try another way. You try another way. Maybe you've been working in that secret corner. You've been trying your best. You're trying your best. And nothing is working out. My dear, don't give up. You, they've called you a failure. They've said they are done and all that. And then you take it. You stand by it and you make it look like a fact. You make it look like it's true. When it's not true. You're not dull. You're not a failure. Everybody was born with a purpose. Everybody was born to achieve a goal. Everybody in this life has an impact they are meant to make. And so if you just sit back there and remain dormant, you're like, oh, I can't do it again. I mean, I cannot even try. It's not work. You're scared to try. Okay, you haven't tried one, you're not working out. Then you're tired of trying, you don't want to try again, my dear. Please try again. The one more try may be the one that will work out. So, my dear, please try again. And very soon, I assure you, very soon, your hard work will pay. Maybe you failed multiple times. Don't let anybody fill you with negative statement. They will talk, people will talk, but don't let it get into your head. Don't let them fill you with negative statement. It's not bad for anybody to fail. People that have succeeded have stories of failure too. Some have failed more times than you. But the only thing that made them different is the fact that they didn't stop trying. 
didn't give up. Yes, of course, life is tough. You may fail now and then, but pick up yourself and try again. Move. Don't dwell on the fact that you have failed. It is in the past already. Face the future by trying again. Because no failure is fine now for the child of the king. Know who you are. Never give up on your dream or because it's not giving, it's not going on as planned or because you keep failing. Keep trying, my dear. Keep working hard. And I assure you that sooner or later, your hard work will speak. Don't conclude that you're a failure. Keep striving for success. Because to be sincere, success is sweet. And you'll be happy when you succeed. You ain't just created to be like that. You're here to add value and to make a difference. You are creative and confident. You'll succeed. You can be the best if you try. Just don't give up. If you give up on the way, I feel like it's better if you didn't even try. Why do you even try in the first place if you are going to give up now? No one is better than you. You can do it. You can be the best. My darlings, I don't want you to listen to this podcast and let it pass. Settle down. Talk to yourself. If you failed before, please try again. If you are at the verge of giving up, please don't. If you've given up already, please give it one more try. You can and you will succeed if and only if you make up your mind and work towards success. Thanks again, darlings, for listening. I really appreciate it. I'm sure you enjoyed it and gained a lot from this episode. Next week comes another exciting episode. Don't forget to follow me on Spotify, on Pocket Cast, on Breaker, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts. Thanks again, darlings, for listening. I love you all. I remain your favorite girl, Ella. Have a nice time.